Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Do Better podcast. Um, I hope you've had a good week. I'm trying to think about what's happened this week. It's always very difficult uh, when I'm not doing loads of racing and stuff because all the days just blend into one, kind of doing normal human stuff. I have now finally, as some of you will have seen from my Instagram story, um, got the brightest yellow in the world onto my cloakroom wall, which um, I'm super happy with. I have been told it looks a little bit like a children's playgroup environment, but um, I'm digging it. I really like it. And it is a kind of cycling inspired room. So I'm going with the fact that that's Tour de France yellow, if I'm honest. Um, and I'm sure that once it's finished, everyone else will see my vision too. But to be quite frank, I I kind of waffle on on this podcast a lot about following your own path, your own journey, and, and not thinking too much about what others think, and just doing what you like um, and serving others in that way. And actually, I really like it. So it's there to stay. Um, do you know what? If I change my mind, I can always repaint it. Everyone was telling me to go for soft mustard, but nah, I'm out. Uh, so that's what I've been up to. I'm kind of easing back into training now. So back in the gym, um, I've been out on the bike anyway and running and stuff just cause I really enjoy it. But back in the gym and going to get back in for some structured pool sessions this week as well. Um, and it's been a really cool couple of weeks just thinking about where I want to go next with triathlon as well. Um, and I was having a conversation with one of my mentors today and I was just thinking, I, I said out loud, do you know what? I <laughs> This is silly. I never realized how much of a cornerstone triathlon is to my life. And he kind of laughed and looked at me really puzzled. Like, why would you say, you know, what makes you say that? And I just said, well, you know, everybody has hobbies, everybody has things that they enjoy doing, and triathlon is mine. Um, but it, it's quickly become apparent that it's more than that. Um, obviously, I'm very privileged to be sponsored as an athlete by the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs, which means, you know, I get a little bit of pay for doing it. Um, not anywhere near as much as I, you know, it's not a full-time job as such. Um, but I do get some kind of financial recompense for it. So I'm very lucky. But it's not that that kind of fills me up about the sport. Um, it's the fact that I love the challenge and I love, I just love swim, bike and run. I love it all. And when I'm not doing that and I'm not doing the training, even though I'm going out to do other things, I find my mind wandering to all those amazing things that I could be doing and all of the adventures I could go on with triathlon. And it's a very unique perspective that I have on the world and that I'm able to appreciate um, that I certainly wouldn't have if I didn't have triathlon. And so I think that's the wonderful thing about my sport. Um, something that's, you know, come from just a small hobby to really a massive part of our lives here um, is the amazing places it can take me and the amazing challenges it presents me. Um, and I think we should all have things in our lives that take us to amazing things, that help us to dream and that challenge us. 
really challenge us, really push us. You know, there should be things that we do that we think might not be possible. And that's going to be different for everybody. You know, there are people out there who are going to think a 5k park run, well, that's barely possible. How do people do it? Um, In the same way that I look at certain other races that I'd like to do in the future and think, well, how do people do it? That might not be possible. Um, but I think it's good for us all to, to think about that, be inspired by it and crack on. So it's been a really nice couple of weeks thinking about those kind of things and just having some time and space to think about what the next kind of phase of triathlon life is going to be for me. Um, maybe, maybe kind of looking away a little bit more from the kind of GB age group of stuff and more towards some different challenges and some different adventures. So that's been fun. But today, um, enough about me. <laughs> As per usual, this is here to help you. And today I wanted to chat about specifically the area that I'm kind of most heavily involved with. Obviously, I'm a performance coach, so I work with entrepreneurs. That's my primary kind of clientele that I work with. Um, and you may well be listening to this as an entrepreneur. Um, you may not be. But most of the people that hang out with me are super busy people. And I think the entrepreneur model that I work with, um, it's not necessarily entrepreneur specific in the sense that nobody else can glean anything from it. But the way that I've modeled all of my coaching, all of my principles is based on the struggles that I've seen in entrepreneurs. And it's funny because all kind of busy people tend to have those struggles, the same struggles. Um, but today I want to talk a little bit about the challenges that entrepreneurs are facing in something very simple, which again is one of the massive parts of what I do as a job, which is weight loss. And the reason that as a performance coach that still comes to me is because as a performance coach, I'm not just looking at the kind of, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not looking at it from that point of view. I'm looking at your physical performance, the human factors behind you as a person that are potentially impeding you in whatever it is that you want to do. So as an athlete, you want to go out there and train, you want to eat the right things, you've got to look after your body because that's your tool and that's your machine. As an entrepreneur, people often don't think about it that way. And you're trying to live a life that's very similar. You know, there are lots of parallels between sport and business. But as an entrepreneur, you're trying to live a life that's very similar to an athlete. You're very busy, particularly an age group athlete. You're very busy. You've maybe got family. You've got a house to run. You've got all these normal life things that you need to do. And you're trying to stay on top of a business, potentially as you know, a solo entrepreneur, you may be just a small, very small team of people and you might be on top of all that. And it's like a whole extra bit of life that a lot of people don't have to deal with. You might be somebody who's just started out as an entrepreneur, you just started a business and actually it's still a sideline, it's still a side hustle at the moment. And that's even more challenging because you've got a job, you've got a family, you've got all that kind of other life stuff and you're trying to kind of almost build another career at the same time. And that's a real challenge. And what often happens is, as an entrepreneur, you kind of forget that your body is your machine. So that's where that kind of difference comes in between the busy athlete and the busy entrepreneur is that an athlete sees themselves as the physical machine, the vehicle to get to success. Entrepreneurs often forget that. And what I see so commonly is people coming to me and saying, 10 years ago when I started this business... Um, you know, I was in great shape. I looked great. 10 years down the line, 
I've, I've worked my socks off. The business is now starting to be successful. You know, I'm feeling good about that. But I've suddenly looked in the mirror and realized that look at the shape I'm in. And it goes back to something that I share with everybody, which is it's all very well and good having a vision, but what shape are you going to be in when you get there? And, you know, a lot of people come to me in the middle of the journey when they're already struggling and we can kind of tease that out. But there are a lot of people that come to me who are a bit further down the line, who haven't thought about what shape they're in, or they thought actually this is something for me to worry about later and not realized how much later on that's going to be. Or have thought, you know, it doesn't matter because I'm sacrificing myself to feed the business, to build the business. And that's going to be a legacy and that's for my kids and it's to create this life in the future. And what I say to those people is, you know, that's great, but we need to change the mindset because entrepreneurs are more likely to be stressed. It means they're more likely to be diagnosed with things like heart disease, we're not exercising, all of those things that come from sedentary lifestyles, food on the go, not paying attention to our health, you know, really pushing ourselves through more stress than we can cope with, not coping with that stress very well. It leads us to this poor health. And actually this massive legacy that we're supposedly building crumbles because we can't continue to build it. We burn out. There are so many articles on the internet. If you just go and Google entrepreneurs burn out, and there are so many articles, Forbes magazine, Entrepreneur magazine, Business Insider, they've all got these articles about burnout, how to cope with burnout. You know what's more helpful? How to be an entrepreneur and not get close to burnout, not experience that so you don't have to recover from it. Because burnout can be one of those really severe things that can leave trauma with you. That means you never quite ma manage stress and handle it in the same way again. So we want to try and avoid that. And what we need to do is as entrepreneurs, we need to look at ourselves as athletes. You know, your sport is business and your body is a physical machine that's going to help you to build that. Now, once your business is in a position that it doesn't need you to function, we had um, Jason Greystone on uh, in the previous episode who talked about becoming financially free and, you know, realizing that actually his business now could function without him. He would still have money coming in. You know, his life is now independent of his own body in that sense. But until you get to that point, you know, you've got to have a plan to get there. Until you get there, you have to rely on yourself. You have to have your own physical being to fall back on. You have to have your mental health to fall back on. You, all of that you're going to use. And that's what's getting you through that plan that you've built to get to a place where you no longer rely on that. And it's no good trying to shortcut it. It's no lot. It's no good trying to say, well, I'm putting in this effort now and therefore I can worry about that later because you only get a finite number of heartbeats. You only get, you know, you're only allowed to make a finite number of mistakes with your body before it starts to give up on you. It's not a machine. It can only repair itself so many times. Damage is done. And so it's really important that we think about our health as entrepreneurs and how that interacts with the rest of the world and what we want to achieve. And weight is one of the biggest problems because if you're sitting at a desk all day, trying to build a business, trying to, you know, doing all your social media, whatever else it is that you're doing, you are sedentary. You are more at risk of diseases of sedentary people. We've mentioned heart disease. You also couple with that things like poor diet because you're grazing at your desk. You're not 
thinking about what you're eating. You're not doing it as fuel, you're doing it mindlessly. All of these things that come with that, the type two diabetes, the fatigue, the general energy loss, the slumps, the kind of sugary roller coasters you end up on the afternoon, all those kind of common feelings that we've all felt. And one of the biggest things that happen is you're not moving. You're spending extended periods in the same position. You're not burning any energy and you're eating more than you were before. So you gain weight and weight comes with its own set of problems. You know, again, this risk of type two diabetes, high blood pressure. We've seen risks now with all these kind of diet um, habits with Alzheimer's dementia, that kind of thing. You're putting yourself at risk of that. But one of the biggest things that I see is the entrepreneur who wants to lose weight because like I say, they get to a point, they look in the mirror and realize they haven't been paying attention to themselves and they recognize that they don't wanna be like that anymore. And from my point of view, there are, I would say three big reasons and three big things that entrepreneurs need to acknowledge three big barriers we need to overcome in order to achieve weight loss. There are three things that lead to it. There are three things we need to manage when we're talking about as business people, how we solve the problem of weight loss. Now, you guys are smart people. You understand that in order to lose weight, you need to be burning more calories than you're consuming. And the most prolific way of making a change with that is with your diet because it's very hard to manipulate change with your physical activity and we know that the body is quite smart um so it kind of adjusts how we feel in terms of hunger it adjusts um how many calories we burn once it gets used to sedentary states and that kind of thing um exercising states you know you've got to you've got to make a heck of a difference in your day-to-day movement in order to burn enough calories to make a significant difference to your weight, in all honesty. And the problem is that we don't acknowledge that because it's hard. It's really hard to make a change with diet. Um, There are very complex interactions in our brain between the foods that we eat, how it makes us feel, and what impact that has on our physical selves. And we have evolved as a society to create delicious snacks, um, marketing, all those kind of things. And our body isn't smart to that. Our brain might be, but our body isn't. Sometimes even our brain isn't. So it's really, really difficult to make a change with diet. Um, But you know, a lot of people will go to PTs and say, well, I didn't see any change. And it's because they are trying to do it through exercise. You know, it's all very well and good going to see the PT and going in the gym. And that's great. And you need to do those things because you need to be looking after your body. But it's not going to give you the weight loss results that you want. And often working with a PT or a general kind of nutrition coach isn't helpful because the entrepreneurial world is a very unique one. Um, The challenges are very unique and a lot of people won't understand the challenges of being such a busy person. When you are ambitious, when you are determined, when you have your finger in a lot of pies, it is very difficult to understand how to fit things in. And you need a very honest approach because you have to be able to have somebody that's honest with you and says, you are going to have to make sacrifices. You are going to have to set parameters and you are going to have to accept how slowly or quickly you are going to get towards your goal. So one of the biggest um, problems that entrepreneurs face is time. And I say time, but when I actually thought about it, it's prioritization. And I talk a lot about prioritization because we all want to do everything. 
right? You're an ambitious person. You want to have an amazing business. Um, you want to have loads of time with your family. You're building a business because you want to have more freedom. The end goal is usually to have the money to do whatever you want, whenever you want to, and actually not be in that business, but be able to jump in and out of it. Okay. Um, so you want all of these things, but it's very difficult to separate them out and say, actually, I need to make a tough choice at the moment. And at the moment, this thing has to go on the back burner whilst I focus on this thing. Now, what we tend to push out first is our own health. So we tend to push out time for cooking, time for eating, um, time for going to the gym, time for self-health, all those things that help us in weight loss. Now, exercise doesn't necessarily physically burn that many more calories, but it helps to put us in the right mindset to lose weight. And we know that people who exercise and work out are more likely to lose weight, and it's usually a psychological change. And it's part of self-health more than anything. So it's part of getting some downtime, getting calmness, also can improve your sleep. And we know that sleep's really important. Recovery is really important to making sure that you can continue in your calorie deficit, losing weight, losing body fat, okay? So those are all things that are really helpful. Sleep's another big one. They all get pushed out when you're tight for time. And it's really easy as an entrepreneur to live in what I like to call the entrepreneurial time zone. Now, the benefits of that time zone are that you can get up whenever you want, go to bed whenever you want. The downside of that is you go to bed whenever you want and you get up whenever you want and people will squish their sleep hours and squash and squash and your body's really good. Your body will adapt to it. Your body will respond to the caffeine you put in the morning to wake up, you know? Your body wants to perform for you. It's desperately trying. But it's also trying to tell you the signals that you're ignoring because you don't want to address the fact that actually maybe you need seven or eight hours of sleep a night. And that might not be the popular narrative. You know, other people, oh, yeah, I can survive on four to six hours. Great, good for you. Is it good for you? I don't, I need more than that. You know, me as a person, I like to go to bed at nine and ideally wake up at 6.30. Like that is a good night's sleep for me. And a lot of people are not prepared to accept that they need eight or nine hours of sleep. We're all different. You might not need that much. But if your body's telling you that you need more, maybe you need to think about how important sleep is to losing weight. And it'll also help you in your business as well because you'll be more switched on and you'll just do better. You'll perform better. So time's a big one because again, we, we push out all the food prep. We grab things on the go and make the excuse that we don't have time. Actually, we're just prioritizing the, one, the wrong things. And what we need to get into the habit of saying is that actually our health is a non-negotiable. All of the other things can fit in around that. Everything is a choice. And if you make the choice to squeeze out your health and, you know, if you want to lose weight and you squeeze out the time to make freshly prepared food where you know what's in it so you can track it accurately or squeeze your sleep hours so you're not getting time to recover and you're not helping yourself to relax and lose weight and you're putting extra stress on your body, you are making a choice not to lose weight. And you are also making a choice that you are cutting the time that you're going to be able to spend in your business because you're going to run towards burnout and you're not going to be able to fulfill what you want to do. So that is a very unique problem. And a lot of people maybe can kind of see it and scratch the surface, but they don't know what it's like to be there. 
I've done it. I do it. I'm an entrepreneur. I understand how difficult it can be. Oh, I just want to do this blog. I want to pop this post up. I'll be down in a minute. I understand. It's easy to go to your desk on a Sunday. It's easy to say, actually, I need to work for another couple of hours. It's easy to say, I want to wake up at 5am and do some work because that's a nice quiet time to do it. But what I have to do is combining that with my other you know, commitments, having a portfolio career, being an athlete, I've got to put all those things together. And it it means that I don't have a choice and I have to make tough decisions. And that's why I can empathize with you and I can teach you to do the same thing. The second biggest thing is overwhelm. So it's a really common thing to see. We get all these massive mood swings. When you run a business, when you're a small business owner, Every time the till rings, there's this little jump for joy that like, yes, somebody wants to buy what I have. And you're passionate about the products and the services you provide. So when somebody wants to get that from you, there's this massive high, but it can also be coupled with major lows. And what comes with businesses as they build, you know, when you start off, you think about when you first started a business, it was probably really daunting. You didn't know all the things that you know now. And so a lot of things came unstuck. You learned the hard way. You felt overwhelmed because people were telling you left, right and center how to do it. And that's so much to cope with that one of the things with overwhelm is emotionally, you want things to fall back on. You want something to comfort you. And so comfort food can be a massive part of the entrepreneurial journey. Kicking back and really letting go that kind of black and white on off switch is a massive way that people cope with it and deal with it in the entrepreneurial circle. So many of my clients, you know, it's the weekend or they get some time off work and they've got a long weekend and they blow out. And when I meet them, one of the big challenges that I have is saying, actually, we need to tone that down. We need to be more grayscale. We need to understand that we're really passionate about our business and it is hard. It's hard work. But if we actually manage our overwhelm properly by managing our time and prioritization, then we don't need that black and white attitude. And we end up derailing our progress less if we just manage things more carefully, step by step, day by day by day. And we can have a little bit more balance because we run away from overwhelm. We feel so overwhelmed by our business because we don't have, an, we don't spend enough time planning and organizing. And that seems a strange thing to say because you think, well, you know, you maybe plan the sales and you do the right spreadsheets, but really, are you planning your time? Because the majority of people that I speak with find that very challenging and are usually not doing enough of it. And the third one is just fatigue. You know, it's it's really hard work being a busy person. And one of the things that I always notice when it comes to the off season is I get this kind of month break um, finishing my last race before I slowly start to wind back up into training again. I've kind of just gone through that. And for the first couple of weeks, I do a lot of sleeping, a lot of eating, but I just feel refreshed. I realize what it's like not to be tired. And that's not to say that I don't enjoy it because it's, you know, it's it's a kind of tired where I'm getting my sleep, I'm getting my recovery, but I'm on the go a lot more when I'm training. And it's one of those feelings where when you don't have it, you suddenly realize how tired and how much energy and effort you're putting into things before. When I finished Ironman training, I had this kind of moment in the weeks after Ironman as I'd recovered where I suddenly realized what it was like not to feel tired and hungry. And I hadn't felt that way in about a year, but it had just become normal for me. And those kind of things you have to be aware of. You know, as somebody who's running their own business, 
It's easy to get fatigued and not notice. And that can make it really challenging to make the right choices. Because again, when our brain gets tired, it's craving calories. You know, we have this whole notion that willpower decreases when we're tired. And it's not, it's just that it's, it's harder to make decisions. We're stressed. Our brain isn't functioning properly. We're not focused. So it's really important to be aware of how much fatigue is a normal amount. And constantly, when you're trying to push yourself, you know, as an athlete, when you're trying to push yourself, when you're trying to progress, you're really treading this very, very fine line between overtraining and being undertrained because you need to push yourself enough to create enough stress for the body to adapt. But if you push too much, you become overtrained and then you need an extended recovery period to get back to actually be fit and have form and actually execute the training. And it's exactly the same in business. You need to work hard enough to make things work and you want to put in as much energy as you can into making things work and making that business a reality and getting towards that dream. But if you push too hard, then again, the goal becomes pointless because you can't function. And this goes right back to what I talked about at the beginning, where I said that we need to pay more attention to our physical selves and recognize that our minds and bodies are the vehicle that we use to navigate our way from point A, where we are now, to point B, which is the goal. That's what we're building the business for. And that kind of fatigue, if we don't recognize it, like I say, can make weight loss really, really challenging as an entrepreneur because you are not fully aware of the emotions that are getting away, getting in the way of the decisions that you need to make to continue onto that path. So three big things as an entrepreneur to be aware of and try and deal with when it comes to weight loss. Time and prioritization, overwhelm and how to deal with that, and fatigue, identifying it and towing that line very, very carefully, not falling off the other side. And like I say, I am here. So if you've got any questions relating to that, um, please get in touch with me. You can get in touch with me on social media. You can email me. Um, We have got the reframe course, which is due to launch in two weeks. And that is a good look over six weeks of... um, kind of meetings and online learning. Um, Very easy to process, but it is a really good foundation and starting block to getting you on that weight loss journey and really reframing how you think about food, how you think about your lifestyle and how you think about your body and your mind in terms of how you navigate the world and why that weight loss is really important. Um, Like I say, I think for entrepreneurs, that's going to be really, really helpful. And I think it might help you reframe things so that you can make a start and it's not black and white. It helps you to develop grayscale thinking that you really, really need in the world of business, but also in your personal life as well. And this is for longevity and health. And that means it's going to benefit your business. So um, with that in mind, um, we're going to have a couple of weeks break from the podcast now. Um, I've actually got a wedding to go to. So social occasions, I know, shocking. Um, At least it's coming the off season. So I might even have an alcoholic beverage. You never know. Um, I will catch up with you all in a couple of weeks. Have a listen to this. Have a listen to it again. Go through some of the other episodes if you've missed any as well, because there is some amazing insight from myself and my guests in there um, to help you on your journey through health and weight loss, which will enhance your performance. And that's what it's all about here. Um, Get in touch if there's anything else that you want to speak to me about or if there's any other suggestions you've got for topics on the podcast. Otherwise, look after yourselves and I'll see you in two weeks time. Thanks for listening to the Do Better podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the Superhuman Scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.